Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in on this episode today. I wanted to start off this episode with a quick little tip or recommendation that I use every time I eat sushi. So for sushi, which I'm a massive lover of, there's a few really local, delicious sushi spots near me. And honestly, it's something that if I had the money, I would probably be eating it way more often. But nonetheless, I wanted to mention that with eating sushi, there are a few things that we need to understand and kind of be concerned with. And one of those major things is the mercury levels. So being that I enjoy sushi and a lot of the times it does include things like salmon or tuna, which are going to be higher up on the food chain, meaning that they're going to have higher levels of mercury because they are basically accumulating the mercury as they continue to consume fish at uh, lower levels of mercury, but it will store and build up in the bigger fish. So if you're eating fish that are larger or higher up on the food chain, they're going to tend to have higher levels of mercury. And as we all know, mercury is not something that we want in our bodies. So a little hack that I do every time I eat sushi, I actually start out with a ton of chlorophyll. Um, a lot of times I'll also finish with chlorophyll. Uh, this might sound like a weird or difficult thing to do, which by the way, if you're not sure what chlorophyll is, it's actually the green pigment of uh, a lot of vegetables and plants. So chlorophyll, the reason I like to take it is because it is able to cleanse the blood and help bind to heavy metals and help remove them out of the body, which is massive when you're eating sushi because obviously, like I just said, you can get really high levels of mercury, which is not something that we want. So I go ahead and instead of taking a powdered form of chlorophyll, which you can absolutely find, I prefer to take them in what's known as Energy Bits. It's a company owned by Katherine Arnston. She's a guest on this show for multiple times in a row. A really, really awesome company and awesome person all around. And the reason I love these tablets is because they're literally that. They're little tablets. They're little bits of, chlorof uh, of chlorella and spirulina. You can get one or the other or you can buy them combined. And just to give you a example of how much chlorophyll is actually in chlorella, which if you listen to that name, chlorella literally sounds like chlorophyll because it is so dense in chlorophyll. So if you were to take 30 tablets of these energy bits, it would be the equivalent of 160 milligrams of chlorophyll. Now, just to put that into perspective, if you were to eat a cup of spinach, you would receive 24 milligrams. So that's 24 milligrams in a cup of spinach or 30 tablets of chlorella to achieve 160 milligrams. So it's a really effective way of getting chlorophyll into your system and getting your blood cleansed. Absolutely love this chlorella and spirulina from Energy Bits, and I highly recommend that you get yourself some as well because aside from just having high levels of chlorophyll, it's also super nutrient dense with over 40 plus minerals and vitamins. Spirulina also has all nine essential amino acids, making it a complete protein. These are incredible supplements, and I say that with air quotations because they're actually an algae, so they are a food, they are not a supplement, and they are packed with so many different uh, minerals and vitamins that they really are 
just kind of an all-in-one, you know, once again, quote unquote, supplement that you can take every single day because it's literally a food and it's going to help really fill in those gaps and uh, really just nourish the body. So if you would like to get your hands on some of these energy bits, go ahead and check out the website. It is linked in the show notes and there is a discount code for all of you just for being a listener to this show. It's a 20% discount off of your entire order and the code is ELEMENTAL in all caps. So if you go to the show notes, you can just click on the link there and the code will be right there with it as well. So go ahead and copy and paste that at checkout, get 20% off. Trust me, you're going to love these energy bits. They're incredible. They are the highest quality of spirulina and chlorella that I have personally come across in all of my years of trying out different uh, health foods and supplements. Uh, These are truly one of the best. And this is coming from a person who has tried at least 10 different spirulinas and chlorella brands. So highly, highly recommend go ahead and check them out. And also go ahead and check out the episode that I did with Catherine Arnston. Uh, She is a master on algae and trust me, you do not want to miss a thing that she says. I'm actually going to have her on a show in the very near near future. So be sure to tune into that. Now in in terms of today's episode, which by the way, sorry for the long rant, but that is something that I have done for a long time while eating sushi and I've had my fiance for sure, but also other people tell me like, man, you need to share this information because it's also a pretty odd thing to see someone crush, you know, 30 pills or tablets of chlorella right before eating some sushi. Um, Seems like a pretty odd thing, but there is a lot of rhyme to the reason there. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy that and give that a go as well. Now, in terms of today's episode, we are going to be talking about a kind of about a quote that you're probably very familiar with. Sorry, I'm not sure who came up with this quote, but nonetheless, you've probably heard it before. And it goes, you are the average of your five closest friends. Now, if you've never heard this statement before, um, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but basically it just says, whoever your five closest friends are, that is pretty much who you're going to be the average of. Like you're going to have similar interests. You're going to have a similar similar lifestyle, probably do similar things. Um, you know, there's a lot of rub off that comes from hanging out around a certain group of people. Now, uh, a very simple way to think of this is think about if you, let's say you have five friends and all of them love to go golfing. Chances are you're probably going golfing too, right? Because that's just a way in which you all enjoy spending time together and feel that it's a nice way to connect with one another. You know, and the same thing can be true for very, you know, very many uh, scenarios such as maybe you like to go out and run, then uh, all your friends uh, enjoy running, right? Or maybe your friends all love going to music festivals. So it's very likely that you also go to these music festivals. Uh, So, so on and so forth. That's basically what it's saying is just when you hang around people, you are naturally going to start adopting their lifestyles and their interests. It's just kind of the way things work. And I think it's, you know, very true. I mean, you can see it in probably your own life and also the life of those around you. Now, this can be a good or a bad thing because, you know, for example, if you hang out with a lot of broke people, uh, sorry, broke people, you're probably also going to start falling into that category as well of being broke. It's very true. It's very sad to say, but it is unfortunately the truth. Now, of course, there are going to be outliers in this and it's not going to be 100% true all of the time. But 
overall, this is going to be the case. Because if you think about it, someone who hangs around a lot of, let's just say, wealthy people is probably also going to be wealthy themselves or on their way to being wealthy. This is going to come about just through hanging around the other people and being at events that these people go to because someone who's wealthy and rich is probably going to be going to other events that have a lot of wealthy and rich people as well. And therefore you're going to be able to network and just essentially climb that ladder and find yourself in a better financial position. Whereas if you are hanging out with a lot of, you know, broke people, you're probably going to do things that don't require a ton of money. And it's probably not going to put you around a lot of people who are going to expand you, uh, in terms of money. So kind of moving beyond all that. Uh, so this makes sense that obviously your five closest friends are going to have a big influence on you. And if you are growing, you'll likely notice, and I'm saying growing not physically like tall, but if you are growing mentally or as just a person and your lifestyle is changing, you might notice that you might lose some friends or even just lose contact or hang out with those friends less and less. This just makes sense because if you hang out with a group of people that the only way you guys connect is by hanging out on the weekends, watching the games, grilling up some wings and, and steak and throwing back a couple beers and all of a sudden you start changing your lifestyle into, let's say now on the weekends you're going out and running or surfing or you know, you're trying to be a little bit healthier and, and not really drink or eat bad food. These things are going to eventually come up and you're just naturally not going to be into the same things as those people. So naturally you might move away from your old friend groups and that's not to say you won't still keep in touch with them, but the frequency in which you hang out with them might lower. And this is not always true. Your friends might be growing with you. Um, your friends might be into the growth that you're going through and want to be on that path as well. Um, you know, and that's awesome. Uh, if that is the case, but nonetheless, you can outgrow your friend group and that's okay. You can find people to, who are already at the level of what you're trying to be and then become the average of those people, right? But, and here is the main point that I'm trying to make today. Who's the person or the friend that you spend the most time with out of all of your friends? And it's the same for everyone. So you can take a moment and think of this. That person is you. You are the person that you spend the most time with, right? You can't get away from yourself. <laughs> You're always with yourself, right? But unfortunately, a lot of the times, people are not very good friends to themselves. If you look at a lot of people's self-talk, what does it look like? Probably looks something like, oh man, I'm such an idiot. Or, geez, why did I eat that? I feel so bad. I, oh, like I, I have no self-control. I'm the worst, you know, or, oh man, I'm just a, you know, a piece of crap or whatever it may be. I've heard all of these things. I've even said a few of these things, right? But we need to understand that this self-talk, while it might seem very mm, not important, <laughs> for lack of a better word, or maybe not having a very strong impact, the opposite, the opposite of that is actually very true. It is having a very strong impact on you and how you show up and really how you perceive yourself and also how others perceive you. If you were to just think of this from a different point of view, such as what if you had someone around you that was saying the same things you say to yourself to, all day, 
but this person is now saying them to you. We would probably start a fight with that person or like cut off all connection with that person, all communication, because we wouldn't allow someone else to speak that way to us. We wouldn't allow someone to tell us, oh yeah, they're just terrible at remembering names. They're terrible at directions. They're a terrible person. Oh, they're an idiot. They can't understand anything. They, they always mess everything up, you know? we wouldn't allow someone to talk that way to us, right? I mean, I absolutely would not. And I know a lot of the people that I am surrounded with would not allow someone to speak that way to them. So why do we allow ourselves to speak that way to ourselves? We really shouldn't. If you actually think about, and this is a quote from Jim Quick, if you think about your body as, or your brain, sorry, as being a supercomputer, well, your self-talk is like the program that your computer is running, okay? So your mind is always listening in on your self-talk. And that self-talk is sticking to you, right? And the thing that's crazy is this is something that's in our control. We don't have to talk to ourselves demeaningly, right? We don't have to constantly put ourselves down. We can actually choose to reframe those negative, you know, sayings that we're saying to ourselves into something that's positive. We can change that, oh, I'm such an idiot into, man, I'm really smart. Or you know what? I'm learning so much in this moment. I'm going to remember this and become smarter so that the next time this happens, I will be able to address that situation better and handle it better. Right? Like that reframing is massive. Now, in the beginning when you're trying to change this frame of thought and our self-talk, it might be a little difficult and that's okay, right? Anything for the first time is going to be difficult, especially when you've been doing something for such a long period of time in a certain way, right? Old habits die hard. So we have to be consistent and work on breaking them. But, uh, but fortunately, it is something that can be done and after enough work, it will become easy, right? So in the beginning, when you catch yourself saying something that's demeaning, that's the first step is you want to catch it. You want to understand that, hey, I am having negative self-talk and that's not okay. So that's the first step. You want to catch it. Then the second thing is reframe it. What are you saying to yourself that's negative and why are you saying that? Okay, now reframe that. If it's you're being an idiot, well, change it into you're an intelligent person and whatever the reason you're calling yourself an idiot for was just a mishap and you are learning from that scenario and going to do better in the future, right? There's very easy ways of reframing everything that we're saying to ourselves. And another reason I'm really hitting on this and I really want you to understand just how important our self-talk is is that you actually have somewhere between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts per day. And I can't remember the exact statistic, but it's something like over 90% of those are reoccurring thoughts. So if you are having some thoughts or self-talk that is reoccurring every single day and it's bad self-talk, that is almost going to become your persona. It is going to become your personality. It's gonna become you. If you continuously put yourself down and call yourself an idiot, very likely you're going to start acting idiotic. You're gonna do things that you expect yourself to do because, right, you call yourself an idiot all the time. So when we change that up, it can really do wonders for us. It can, for one, it'll make you feel less like an idiot, right? It'll make you feel better. Good self-talk can do massive things for you. Um, in terms of even, 
if you think of like giving a public speech, like you wouldn't want to have someone telling you that you're an idiot, you're going to do terrible, you're going to freeze up, all these different things, right? You want to be able to have someone at your side, being your hype man saying, look, you're going to go out there, you're going to be confident, you're going to do well, you're going to deliver the speech perfectly. You know, if you stumble at all, that's fine. Catch yourself. Like you want that hype man at your side all t- all at all times. And you absolutely can have that in yourself, right? You are absolutely in control of your self-talk. You can be reactionary right away, but catch that reaction. If it's a bad reaction and poor self-talk, turn it into a good response, right? Something that's going to be constructive and help build you up. It's something that's in your control, right? In this life, there's very many, 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 many things that are outside of our control. I mean, honestly, there's actually almost everything is outside of your control, except for you. You are within your control. You control how you respond, how you show up, what you say, what you do. That is what you control. So this is literally something that is in your control out of all the, you know, infinite amount of things that are outside of your control. This is one of the things that is actually in your control. You can catch yourself talking poorly to yourself, talking down to yourself, demeaning yourself, And you can rephrase that. You can turn it into something positive and you can build yourself up. You can be your own personal hype man, which is what we all need, right? We all need a flavor flave at our side, just hyping us up. And uh, yeah, so if you are having poor self-talk, I highly recommend that you just start slowly working on at least recognizing it, right? Recognize when you're having this poor self-talk. And if you're able to, please rephrase that. Even if it's something simple, you don't have to go super in depth. If you're just, you know, like, I don't know, saying you're bad at directions, right? Like, oh, I'm terrible with directions. Just put it into something like, hey, you know what? I'm getting better or I'm I'm not that bad, right? Like I'm, I'm doing better. Or if you're calling yourself an idiot or whatever it may be, if you can rephrase that into, you know what? I'm actually pretty smart. I'm actually a pretty good person, right? You know, like find something to rephrase it at least a little bit. And you can go further and further into how you want to rephrase that. But in the beginning, just keep it simple and really recognize when you're doing it. And you'll probably be surprised at how often you are putting yourself down. So that's going to do it for today's episode. It's a very simple, easy, quick episode. But nonetheless, I think there's a ton of importance and impact in what I'm saying in today's episode. I believe that this can have a huge impact and shift in people's lives, uh, especially for someone who has really negative self-talk. Because if you've ever seen someone with really negative self-talk, I mean, you can see it in their being. You can literally see how they compose themselves, what they think about themselves, right? It, It keeps them from taking certain chances or putting themselves out there because they just think so poorly of themselves. So, For that person, whoever you are, I hope this message spoke to you. That's my goal with all of these episodes is I just want to provide you with free education and information on topics based around health and wellness. And hopefully it's something that you can take and apply to yourself today. And even if you don't have bad self-talk, go ahead and just pay attention to when you are having self-talk and recognize Is there any negative self-talk in there? Is there, you know, is it completely 100% good self-talk? Whatever it may be, bring awareness to it and uh, use this to improve your mentality and your overall well-being and how you feel about yourself, right? Because you're an amazing person. You are here for a reason. 
Literally, if you think of all of the circumstances that had to come together for you to be here listening to this episode right now, it is insane. I mean, the fact that you were born, the fact that the sperm got to the egg, you were born without any issues, you came out and you know, you're alive, you're breathing today, you woke up today, right? You had lungs in your, or sorry, you have air in your lungs, your eyes open, um, you know, you're able to be blessed with another day and eat food. And for some God forsaken reason, <laughs> you found this episode. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm very happy uh, that you found this episode and whoever turned you on to it or however you found it, I am super grateful for that. But nonetheless, you found out about this episode, you found out about this podcast and you decided to tune in today. So for that reason, it's insane that, you know, you are here today listening to this episode and I hope that it made some impact and always remember that you have so much to provide to this world and so much to bring to those around you and your community and to yourself. So never sell yourself, just never sell your shell, <laughs> getting towards the end of the episode, y'all. Getting, uh, sorry, never sell yourself short. You are an incredible, powerful person you can do so much and you are capable of so much. Always remember that. Talk yourself up and go out there, tackle the day, uh, get after it, become better, get that 1% better, be a little bit better than you were yesterday. And I'm so grateful for all of you tuning into this episode. Um, as always, connect your elements and do everything with good intentions. Y'all, I got so much love for every single one of you listening, and I appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will see you next Wednesday. So have a great one until then, and much love. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. 